So what if instead of focusing on trying to figure out alcohol, you tried to figure out yourself. You learned how to do all of the things that you think alcohol is doing for you, but better. You tapped into really understanding what the messages from your body meant and how to use your emotions to your advantage and how to really expand your desires to get what it is you finally really want and have real, lasting, sustainable pleasure. That is possible for you, and it is all available to you in the self-study course, The Naturally Sober Woman. It is everything that I teach my one-on-one clients, but it is compact for you, lifetime access on demand at a super affordable price available to you right now. You're going to go to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, right there. It'll say self-study course or follow the link in the show notes right here. Get in there. One short video, just the welcome ceremony. There's a commence, a beautiful commencement ceremony that really anchors you into your intention for wanting to make this change into your life will change your life forever. It'll put you on a trajectory of new possibility because the bigger your desire is, the easier it's going to be to say goodbye to alcohol. So go on over to my website, get inside of the Naturally Sober Woman, and I will see you in there. Do you ever feel like you're outgrowing alcohol, that you are longing for a deeper connection to life? If alcohol is keeping you playing small and feels like the one area you just can't figure out, you are in the right place. Hi, my name is Mary Wagstaff. I'm a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help powerful women just like you eliminate their desire to drink on their own terms. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my proven five shifts process that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules and the profound experience that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so thrilled to be your guide. Welcome to your journey of awakening. Welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. I wanted to say thanks so much for tuning in. It really, truly wouldn't be possible if you weren't here. And I think about you all the time, all day, every day, when I wake up <laughs> until I go to bed. I have like notebooks and Word documents and things everywhere um, that should be organized sometime Um, that just have little notes about an idea for a podcast, something that, um, a a new way to say the same things, a new way, a new perspective to put the five shifts into, um, or, you know, a client has an experience and it's just something that I want to share in a new way, you know, and from a way that I, I just didn't see it with my own brain. So if you're listening to this in real time, it is October 2nd, and um, there is something in the zeitgeist called Sober October. And um, I don't do things like this. I don't really have these promotions or like little shticks because, I mean, seriously, it's just a, a, a month that rhymes with October. October. I mean, or was sober, right? Or like dry January. I mean, really like we need more than just two rhyming words. Now, the time frame 
I can get on board with because <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Kids are, it's summer is over, kids are gone back to school, it's before the holidays, right? So, this is a way that your mind is going to justify that this is a good time. However, what I really want you to do if you're going to go into this break, which is amazing, like it's an amazing opportunity, but you have to go into it understanding what is your why. And one of the things that I've talked about so much on the show is black and white thinking. It's like forever, the forever thinking of alcohol gives alcohol so much power. And that's really what I want to talk to you about today is acceptance versus resistance. So it's like, are you going into sober October or any break from alcohol to like get it together, to figure it out? Like if I can take this long enough break, then maybe I'll be able to have like a drink here or there, right? And or it's like, I'm never drinking again, right? So really know where are you giving the emphasis to alcohol versus what does this mean about me, right? Like these experiences this experience called life that you get to have that becomes so limited because alcohol has so much weight when there are an infinite amount of things happening in the world that you're also not experiencing. And we're putting so much weight on this, on this one vibrational experience, on this one beverage. And that's really where resistance comes into play. So In um, the AA community, in the 12-step program, there's something called the serenity prayer. And I've talked about this on the show before. It's actually like a really beautiful prayer, but the context in which they they use it for alcohol, I find to be backwards. Um, And maybe they've updated this information. This is just my understanding of it. So if this isn't true, then let me know. Um, It says, God grant me the strength to accept the things that I cannot change and the wisdom to know the difference. When they say accept the things I cannot change, well, first of all, you know, talking to God, which is like an amazing experience. But from my perspective, that's just talking to yourself because we really are, you know, facets of creation. There is an integral whole and we are just one facet of all of it. So <laughs> there's that, this, um, this ability to cultivate the witness consciousness, which is like consciousness that, that is ever, ever present, omnipresent, right? It's like how we are aware of being aware. So there's this ability to t- have that t- talk to your, to your higher self and let me, you know, grant me the strength to, to accept the things that I cannot change. And you can have that talking to yourself, to your highest self, to who has access to that highest state of infinite wisdom. Um, But what are you accepting and what are you not accepting? And from that 12-step model, it's talking about accepting that I cannot consume alcohol, that I I'm an alcoholic, that I have some sort of malfunction inside of me. And when we have that perspective, then it's the alcohol that becomes normal, right? That there's a normal way to consume this thing. And my question is, why is even one drink important? 
right? Because this is where so many of my people go, come to. And I was there for many, many years is it's like, oh, I just can't, I just can't even drink one. So I have to, I can't have it at all. And it's like, but why do you even need to drink one? Right. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm saying there's, that's where you're going to find the answers to what else you're resisting in your life versus God grant me the strength to accept the fact that alcohol is a an addictive neurotoxin that will create a dependency with habitual use, with ha- frequent and habitual use. Like that's what you need to accept because those are the facts, right? And and when we have that compare and despair of watching what other people are doing, it's really, really useless. It's really, really useless. And I said this on the on the show the other day. It's like we have no clue what other people's experiences are. No clue. So to put yourself in that place, it just doesn't even matter because you know what your experience is. You you imbibe, you ingest this this chemical into your body. It has a reaction and it has different reactions. One is it creates a pleasure response, but because of the the toxic part of it, it also creates um, you know, these other really negative things. And what is that pleasure response really doing for you is that you've just habituated yourself to it. It's just now a conditioned behavior, just like a dog gets a treat when it hears a bell ring, right? Like it's the same concept. So let's just accept that. And let's also accept that with the infinite amount of worlds of possibility to live in, that this, this, thing of consuming alcohol as a pastime really says a lot about our culture and that we've interwoven it into all of the other like hobbies and activities into our life. And I think it's just so crucial if you take this sober October is to really just spend it with full curiosity as the witness, right? And I've just you know, talked a lot about Michael Singer um, and his book, The Untethered Soul. And he had as a new book that came out, Living Untethered, where he really goes in in the beginning again to talk about why we, what we attach to, that our consciousness, what is inside of us when we say, who is seeing this thing? It's you. I am seeing my hand. I am seeing this alcohol. I am seeing this body. But it's been the same you since you were born, right? Like our brain develops, but there's the same you witnessing your experience. And he has, gives this example, like if your body was to just somehow magically change to like a different um, gender would you still be the one looking at that body? And I love this example because it, because he says then that whatever that, that subject is inside viewing the body, that's the object is not, is genderless, right? You might be like, what the hell's going on? But when you look, if you were to be looking, that experience would still be you. So we have to accept as the subject that the object of alcohol does this thing. And the resistance that we meet to it is because we're making it mean something about 
us about who we are. Like we've already judged the future and we don't even know, right? You have resistance to an unknown future without alcohol when in fact it's truly the best part of your life that's waiting for you. You have resistance to the sensations in your body because you've judged them. You have resistance to what the what the moment is, right? This acceptance of a moment as it is, unaltered, right? All of that comes from your brain. So if you can be the the subject to witness the object of your thinking, the object of the sensations in your body, the object of, you know, even people that you really care about saying words that initially you may have a judgment about, and you can just say like, oh, those are just words coming out of their mouth, but I'm still just the one here witnessing it. Then we can take that step back and and accept things that exist and shift from the resistance, which is always a choice, right? Now, acceptance doesn't mean consent. And I always feel like I need to say this because yes, there are things that people do in the world that we don't want to agree with because they're not, they're not, they're not useful, right? And, you know, I think a lot about me doing this work. It's like, why do I do this work if I'm in this place of like neutrality? And it's because I believe that the human experience on life is so amazing and we only get one shot at it. And I know what it felt like to be so heavy hearted and to on some days, like not even want to see the sun because of the effects of alcohol. And then being able to completely 180 my mindset and my belief, like literally change my mind about alcohol and, and what felt like it was like overnight in some some ways, even though it wasn't, it was like 20 years coming. But um, like to be able to be fully present to, to, and then to put this work into my relationship with my with Matthew, with my son, with my mother, with my business, with all of the other things of life and to find so much more peace. Like, you know, I do get triggered by things, you know, I'm talking about triggered, like not to drink alcohol, but just like emotionally triggered by some things. Um, and some of those things I want to be triggered by some of them are like the most romantic sentiments of my life. Like I was crying last night about some stuff and, um, but it was like from this really beautiful heartfelt place and, I'm a Taurus and, you know, like the sense, my, my, if my senses are alive, I can really fall deeply into the romance of life. And so I want to be triggered by life because that triggers my spirit to like turn on, to wake up. But the other things that are out of my control, I'm not so triggered by because what I have, what I have control is, and this comes back to really the five shifts in the ETA practice we use. Well, this really is the first shift moving from avoidance to acceptance, but we're talking about resistance, um, is accept the things that I cannot change and the wisdom to know the difference. What is in your control? The only thing in your control are your thoughts. And which impacts our emotions 
and then how we behave. Those are the only things in your control. So you can go out and try to control the world with your thinking through your judgments and your interpretations and what alcohol does or doesn't do to your body, but you're going to lose every time. It's going to be such a struggle. Like you can't stop alcohol from being alcohol. So you, so For this month, if you choose to do um, a sober October, and I can 100% help work, help walk you through that, understand your why and start with acceptance. Start with acceptance of on a positive note, not that I'm broken and I can't drink normally, but the alcohol is not working for me. And in fact, it's limiting the availability of experiences that I'm able to have in this life, right? Like you're not going to be missing out on alcohol because you've already done it. Like you already know it. But what else are you going to be missing out on is this vastness of all the worlds of experience and vibration. When we put up that resistance, it's like a wall that stops us from from having another experience, from having a new perspective in the exact same circumstance. You don't even need to change your, your circumstances of your life to go on an adventure. You need to change your thoughts about it, right? And you can fall in love with life right where you are. Have an amazing day. Imagine taking the podcast every week to the next level with achievable goals and an action plan tailored specifically to your needs. Finding personalized support is how you gain control of your destiny. In my private one-on-one coaching program, Fast Track to Freedom from Alcohol, you get your own personal cheerleader, that's me, every week, helping you get clear, stay curious, and committed to what matters most versus resigning again and again to your habitual patterns. Every big change starts with one next step. Schedule a complimentary call with the link in the show notes or on my website, marywagstaffcoach.com to get a new perspective on an old habit.